Welcome to the news hour. As Israel's bombing of Gaza continues, some progress tonight towards a resumption of talks to both release hostages held by Hamas and reach a ceasefire agreement. Israel's army radio said the country's war cabinet, made up of the prime minister, the defense minister, and opposition leader, approved sending emissaries to truce talks to be held in Paris. But that slow progress toward a deal did nothing to stop the bombing and killing in Gaza. In Rafah this morning, the sun rose over fresh rubble. Gazan health officials said close to four dozen Palestinians were killed in Israeli airstrikes. Dina Alshar lost three members of her family last night. In 2014, they took three of my siblings. And in the 2024 war, they took the people I love. They took a piece of my heart. In Rafah, the Al-Farouk Mosque is in ruins as the Muslim holy month of Ramadan approaches. Listen, good people. Let the whole world to listen. We are nearing the blessed month of Ramadan. Where shall we pray? But Israeli officials say without a new hostage deal, their offensive won't wait for Ramadan. Still, there are small signs of progress. Israel's defense minister said today that Israel would expand the authority of its hostage negotiators. At the same time, violence nearby threatens the chance for peace. In the West Bank, three Palestinian gunmen opened fire at an Israeli checkpoint, killing one and wounding at least five others. Two of the attackers were killed by Israeli forces and the third captured. Israel's far-right national security minister, Itamar Ben-Gavir, called for arming more Israeli citizens and said their right to safety was more important than the Palestinian right to move freely. I expect to have here more and more checkpoints to have restrictions. We need to finally come to the understanding that our enemies are not looking for excuses. Our enemies only want to harm. But internationally, the spotlight is on Israel. The United Nations top court continues to hear arguments over the occupation of Palestinian territories. At the G20 meeting in Brazil, a European Union diplomat told reporters, quote, there was a strong request for a two-state solution. It is a consensus among us. In the region, Houthi militants vowed again to continue their attacks on Red Sea shipping lanes. Today, U.S. forces said they shot down six Houthi drones. Meantime, two Houthi missiles hit a British cargo carrier. And in the Gulf of Aden, suspected Houthi missiles set a Liberian-owned ship on fire. In the Israeli port city of Eilat, a suspected Houthi ballistic missile was intercepted by Israel's Aero missile defense system. In the Yemen front, as we mentioned last week, we have shifted towards an escalation in our operations as the enemy continues to escalate further in the Gaza Strip and persists in committing genocide by all means against the Palestinian people in Gaza. The situation inside Gaza only grows worse. Beyond airstrikes and ground offensive, Palestinians are fighting off starvation. We're trying to get food for our girls. We have girls and a boy. I don't have anything to feed them, nothing. Cooks in Deir Abala work in makeshift kitchens, trying to feed as many as they can. Mahmoud Abu Khalifa is a volunteer from northern Gaza. We have a lot of people we are feeding. We have about 30 to 40,000 people, and it's not enough. Palestinians wait in long lines for a chance to fill a bowl with rice, anything that will get them to the next day.